Welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. My name's Brian. And I'm Paul. And we'll get going in three, two, one. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. And today we wanted to talk about being vulnerable. That's right. Um, so basically, we're talking about leaving ourselves open and basically thus open-minded to be able to reach new levels within ourselves of understanding and growth. Because if we're not doing that, we're just sitting stagnant, right? Exactly. So basically, like, our bodies have this natural defense mechanism that, you know, whenever we're exposed to rough things and rough surfaces, we build up, you know, calluses, basically. And this puts extra layers of skin between us and whatever that is so that we don't really feel it. And we kind of do that on an emotional level, too. And that's why, you know, when we go through painful experiences, like the ones where someone we love or, you know, we lose a pet or a person or maybe our trust is broken by someone that we care about, because if we didn't care about them, it wouldn't really matter, right? But, you know, that's just to name a few. Those things, those type of events lead us to be very leery to re-engage in those life experiences again. But the truth is that if we don't have the ability to be open with people, then we're losing the ability to experience what we could gain from those relationships. And if we're not able to fully commit to the endeavor, you know, that we hold ourselves, you know, in whatever our endeavor is, then we're holding ourselves back. And while this may keep us from hurting, it may also keep us from feeling joy from the experiences and, you know, personal growth and development of character, if you will. So this is something I've always worked on, Paul, but I really didn't feel that this was much of a factor for you. I always looked up to your ability to put these kinds of things into perspective. Is this something that you consciously have to work at as well? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I definitely do. It's, it's, a, it's a choice that you make. Just like whenever you wake up in the morning and you decide that you're going to have a good day. You know, if, if you don't, then you're just kind of at the whims of throes of life. And if you make that decision, that intent, that today's going to be good, it's the same with this, that I'm going to be open to new experiences. And even, you know, there's certain levels that you don't just give yourself away, but like you want to make sure that you are able to be honest in the moment. And that's part of it, I believe, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's natural for us to experience pain and think of it as a bad thing. I mean, like when we were kids, you know, you, you touch something hot, you, you pull your hand away and it's bad. And yeah, you want to escape that and you want to stay in your comfort zone, right? You exactly. But we tend to label everything as bad if it's uncomfortable. And that's not really the case. Sometimes that uncomfortability is what we need to be able to evolve. Mm-hmm. And it's a stepping stone to our next level, you know, to level two. So, um... We have nerve endings to help our body protect us from damage, you know, and to alert us that something is, you know, potentially hazardous. But when we over-exercise those precautions, we wind up living in a bubble. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we choose not to engage in the life experience, then we're putting ourselves in that state of isolation. We're basically stepping into a role of deciding that we will not attempt to grow at all in that area. I mean, that's basically, we're just removing that as an option. So it's preventing you from 
having a dynamic life, right? It's preventing us from creating the wisdom in our lives that, you know, that rarely comes from when things are running smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like um, when we struggle for something or we've lost something, then we really know how to appreciate things in the moment. When things have always been easy and, you know, you don't have to think about them, then we don't really have a worth attached to it all the time until we see that it's slipping away. Mm-hmm. And the growth from these, you know, are what make us dynamic as a person. Well, you know, as you're talking, I really can't help but think about um, a great example for me of opening ourselves up and being vulnerable is this podcast. I've never been more open with my feelings and experiences as I have been on Gay Peace Journey's podcast. And I I think that's because I look at it as an opportunity to help people, which makes me more whole, makes me feel better. Um, and it just makes me want to open up more. But, you know, I have to say this, this whole Gay Peace Journey's podcast has been very cathartic for me. Um, you know, I... I can kind of relate it to getting things off my chest in a way. It just makes me feel better. It's kind of like it's kind of like therapy, but not really group therapy. <laughs> it's, but still, we're we are being honest and we're exposing ourselves and we're being vulnerable and we're getting out of our our box. You know, our exactly safe, safe zone. You know, and for me, I believe that we're here to grow through this life experiences that are put in front of us. That's why we're on this plane of existence. And things like love and loss and you know losing trust in someone that we care about, those are vital instruments, if you will, in those stepping stones. So basically, we're willfully choosing not to grow, you know, that we're not going to grow that. And this is the only life that we have. And although, you know, time alone can be quite constructive and even healing, you know, whenever we step away from those things, this is the only life we have to make that, that stuff happen. So, like, if we go back a few years, you know, when I met Brian, I had I had a silky terrier that I'd had for 14 years, and his name was Jimbo. And I did – this dog was my life. I mean, like, I've been through so many life events with him um, that it was just really, really painful when he passed. And I was completely heartbroken. And Brian was hurting for me because he saw me hurting so much over this. And – you know, his, his thing was, you know, we're never going to get another pet because, you know, that's, and, and I understood where he was coming from, but at the same time, it took me a little while. Yeah. I didn't want to see you go through that again. I totally get that. And I do get really attached to our babies, you know, Mm -hmm. but I had to go back and look at this. And I've done this when I've lost people in my life too. Um, as far as relationships or, or those type things, if you look at the fact that it's worth it for me to have that love in my life to go through the pain of the loss at some point. And, you know, I don't get in it thinking about the loss. I mean, I think if we ever did, we would never, you know, if we thought about the pain we could potentially get into being on a motorcycle or being on a bicycle, you know, we would probably never get on it and ride at all. But it's the same thing with this is that, you know, we need to, if we live in the moment and we're being honest and we're just living for, you know, what is, appropriate for us at the time in hindsight the love was worth the loss sure and we we did move past that I, we we have had more pets yes we got a pair of, of long-haired dachshunds that we love dearly and we had them for about 15 years as well but you know each of them was painful but the truth is that you know i had to cling that it was an ongoing experience of life with them and it was worth that pain you know 
of the loss knowing that I got to share their life with them and be a good puppy daddy to them, you know? Mm -hmm. I really respect people who adopt old animals knowing that they're going to have to go through that, but they want to care for them, you know, and they want to for them to get the most out of the rest of their life, you know, that's just a really good thing to do, I think. Yeah. And, you know, like, if I were to draw from my past relationships, you know, I, I need to be honest with myself that there are some growing pains there that I need to gonna, I'm, I'm going to need to accept. So how do I say this? If I'm going to be in a relationship with someone, I need to accept them for who they are in that moment. Like I met people when I was younger and thought, oh, you know, I can fix that about them or, you know, I can help them change through that. But I never asked them if that's what they wanted to do. And basically I was in a relationship with what I was projecting on this person. And of course it didn't work out because I wasn't even seeing that person. I was in my head with who they could be. Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't, it wasn't true. But, you know, that's something I had to learn up front as opposed to, you know, but still, it, it was a life lesson that I had to learn. Well, you know, I've learned a lot from watching you as well. You know, if, if you aren't willing to open yourself up to living or to leaving your comfort zone, you're not really going to grow. You know, it's it's your loss in a way. And because growth is where the beauty and the, the wonderful part of life lies. Absolutely. You know, it's where we actually find peace and happiness. You know, we may, we may need to take a chance and there'll always be some growing pains, but that's part of the journey and it's never complete if you don't let that journey happen and let it progress and take those chances and step out of your comfort zone. Exactly. So I had this previous relationship when I was like 27. Um, well, actually, when I was like 22 till I was 27 or 28. Um, and, you know, I had, I, I had my trust broken with this person that I really cared a lot about regarding our financial responsibilities. And, you know, there were several times when I would come home and I'd been working and boom, our power would get turned off, you know, and he had the money to pay it and we had already talked about it. But for some reason, he just did not find it important enough to go and make this payment. And, you know, it took me a long time, you know, when we got together before I was able to come combine financials with you even after we got married you know because I still had that instilled in me that if I let someone else handle my financial aspects that I might literally be sitting in the dark you yeah. know you got burned so you didn't want to take that chance again exactly but the thing is it wasn't fair for me to put that on you what I had learned in the what I had experienced in the path past I mean it's it's good to have the knowledge that that is a vulnerability that you you know, want to make sure that you, you know, double tap, make sure that it, you're covered on, but it's not something you need to live your life in fear. And I think that's what a lot of this is about, right? Is that if we live in fear and we make fear-based decisions, then basically whatever this lie is in our head that we're telling ourselves over and over, we are living our future selves as a result of this lie that we're telling ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah, because, so, so all the emotions and everything you're feeling is that lie. You've already built that up in your head, and that's where you're living, basically. And I'm making current decisions that are affecting my future self based off of this. So this, this fear that I'm living in is not just something that's affecting me now. It's affecting me years down the road because I'm making choices that are going to ripple through the rest of my life. Hmm. So, um, you know, the realization... 
of all of this led me to being able to be vulnerable again. And, you know, I don't have the capacity to control every aspect in my life. And there are times when I can trust that my needs will be met and I just need to let go of some of the reins, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that freedom, that's a freedom that we can give ourselves. Yeah. That's something that we both went through and had to learn. And then there was another one and I'm going to share this one. And this is probably the last thing I need to talk about today, but I've been in recovery for 17 years now. And in the years that I've been clean, I've literally seen hundreds of people come and go through the rooms and a lot of them have died as a direct result from this disease, you know, and the default action is that when I see, when you see your friend consumed is, you know, just to callous over and, and keep everyone at arm's length. But it, it takes a while, you know, once, once that happens a couple of times, you, you just, you start to back into a corner. And the thing is that I can't do that and, and still be open and honest and in growth. And I'm not being there for the new person that comes in and I'm not getting what I need by giving it away because I think that, you know, if I'm going to truly get what I need, then, you know, I have to keep that lifeline open. And if I'm to be hidden behind a wall and not have any emotion at all, then, you know, it's really not that much different than before I got clean. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't really able to feel what I was and where I was being. And I'll just say this, you know, and, and leave it is, I believe open-mindedness is directly related to my personal level of being vulnerable. And if I'm not willing to experience life today, then I'm not really living. And this is a necessary path for me to my personal path to joy and happiness. Hmm. Lessons learned. So thank you all for listening today. And may you find the joy and peace in your day today. Peace out, everyone. Thank you for listening to Gay Peace Journeys podcast. Now it's your turn to spread the peace. Please take a moment to share our link with anyone that might benefit from listening. Don't forget to like and follow us for more Gay Peace. We hope you'll continue your Gay Peace journey with plenty of free self-care content on gaypeace.com.